Welcome to our day one recap of PAX West 2019. Uh, this is covering the first day of PAX, but also some of the stuff we checked out before PAX, uh, because we went to the India Xbox uh, open house the night before PAX West. The idea at Xbox. What did I say? Indie. Indie. That's Same. a different thing. Don't say that. It was <laughs> Indies at Xbox. Uh, Teddy Chineris, did you see anything cool there? Uh, yeah, I played... I think I only... Now that I'm thinking about I only played one game, but I saw a bunch of stuff. I played um, Rift Breaker, which is um, supposed to be coming out... I think he said it was next year. I'll have to look to be sure. But um, it was like an RTS tower defense twin stick shooter kind of thing and it was really cool it was like you're in a you're in a giant mech and you have to like harvest resources while also like defending the place it was it was really cool and other than that all of the there's no like other huge standout because like all of the games just looked at least visually awesome um you guys played uh spirit fair and i watched and that was like very um, interesting and a lot like a lot different than what I had expected from the trailer for that. There's nothing else that I uh, can think of that was huge, but Riftbreaker was really cool. Uh, but before we get into that game, uh, you saw some other games at the Xbox event. Yeah, I played uh, most of the demo for She Dreams Elsewhere, which artistically is a lot like uh, Undertale, but it it plays more like Persona from what we saw. Yeah. We learned today that it was developed got by a dude who's like 21. Yeah, he's super young and <laughs> super talented. <laughs> uh, but that one was super cool. I'm really excited for that one. And I also played through pre-alpha version of Paradise Lost, which looks super dope. Basically, what they brought there was a proof of concept, and it was beautiful and I I really hope that they push forward with that because that would be a game that I would play the shit out of I think. What would you describe it as? It's a post-apocalyptic I think it's supposed to be a survival game because you start off and like the whole demo plays out that you're a kid you're like 10 and you survive the apocalypse with your mom and you're in like a bunker together and you do some menial tasks. Um, you water a poppy. You put out a fire that starts. I don't. It's really. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> an electrical rough. wire like comes unattached underneath the poppy plant, and you have to use the water to put out the fire. But <laughs> it it was really short. It was only like ten minutes. But like basically, she said the premise of the game is that you get separated from your mother and you have to find her. And that's where the demo ends is when you get separated from your mother. Um, Cause someone's about to go and um, sack your, your bunker that you're staying in. They're about to go. Um, raid and, it. Yeah. Raid it. So you have to run away and uh, it's really pretty. And the music is really good. And the voice acting sounds really good. And I, if that, I hope sincerely that that game makes it. That's a dope looking game, and the team was super nice. They were the ones from Poland. Yeah, 
We're, we're hoping to talk to them uh, later in PAX. Uh, we did end up, both me and Darian sat down and did the co-op demo of Spirit Fair. Farrier? Spirit Fairer. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like it should be Farrier because it's literally a game about transporting fairying spirits to the afterworld to, you know, move on. But they, you have to like get them in a position where they're ready to move on. Uh, and that's got a lot of kind of small stuff of just kind of making them feel comfortable by feeding them, get, doing tasks for them, just, you know, making them feel ready. Uh, we It's cutesy. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fetch quests yeah, so far but what we've seen. But just the... So the apparently the co-op mode is a new feature. Um, I was playing the uh, main character who's Stella. Stella, and um, I played the cat whose name is Daffodil. Yeah, what's cool, and this is this is something you don't normally see, is the cat can do everything Stella can do except talk to the characters and things that you would not think the cat should be able to do. The cat can cook. The cat can fish, like every 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 task Stella can do, um, the cat seems to be able to do. So it allows you, like, it's a fun co-op experience where uh, both players have are contributing. But we played through this demo that kind of set up, okay, you're getting ready to send off one of your passengers. According to the devs, it was about a third of the way through the game, and it ended up ending right before you sent the person off. It, it very much was like, hey, everybody's ready, the thing's about to happen, and then you got, you got the screen oh, that, that, that ended. But uh, we did get to... Well, uh, so since I was playing the main character at Xbox, this morning we had an appointment to see the game again, and uh, Darian took the reins of the main character alongside uh, the art director. Yep, whose name is Joe. Yeah, and uh, she got to uh, experience some new stuff. What, yeah. what, what all was that, and what did you think? Well, in, in the main game, basically you just run through this one mission with this one character, uh, or main demo, I guess. It's very linear. It's specifically this task set. But the uh, Joe showed me... Some additional stuff that you can access, different islands that you can visit, different events that you can trigger on the map. And it was really cool because there's a couple different interactions you can do to collect glims, which is the currency in the game. The one in the mainline demo was just catching lightning, but in the little bit of extra stuff that I played, there was um, catching jellyfish, which was cool. Um, the music was really dark. And at one point, I saved a dragon, um, <laughs> which is also really cool. There's just a lot of really interesting little things. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that one because it sounds like it's going to be like a little just cutie, cutesy, campy style of game. Yeah, and we'll have a, a, the full interview with that art director going live at some point uh, once we get back from PAX. Uh, we've got a lot of content planned, uh, so you'll be seeing a lot of cool stuff from us. Most surprising thing about that game to me is just in general how, like, from the first trailer, it just seemed like an indie, like, narrative kind of game where it's just like a story and you go through and it seems something like Journey where it'd be like a few mm -hmm. hours or something, but it's 
totally seems like it is much more fleshed out and that there's like it's, the dude at the idea at xbox night said that it was literally like a lot of the systems are like stardew valley where mm-hmm. like you harvest there's like resource management on cooking and, all, and i was like oh now i'm even more interested oh yeah. yeah and it's i think joe said it was hand-drawn and, which is super cool as well. I love seeing that in games. Yeah. And when the cat glides, it flates, it inflates up into a balloon and is like Sounds deflating like as it goes. Yeah, it's, it's, very <laughs> it's cool. a really cute it's little animation. Literally all that I did yeah. the first playthrough uh, at the ID at Xbox. But it was fun. I will say another thing that I really thought was cool about it was that there. The characters would tell you about different locations and then they would pop up on the map of like, hey, here's this deal. But Joe uh, ended up clicking just in the water, not on any of these locations, and the boat went. Take you, yeah. Yeah, so you can literally click anywhere and go to it. So you don't have to know something is there. You can literally explore the water, and that seems really cool. Yeah, it seems like an incredibly like open-world exploration. Just a really eclectic mix of fun, cool things. That is going to be great. Um, it's going to be a pretty long game. We did talk about it in the interview, but she said it's going to be like 30 hours for just the main storyline and like 100 hours for Completionist, which is nuts. Which is all like way more than I ever yeah. expected from that. And it's supposed to be like uh, PS4, PC, Xbox One, and Switch. And I think they said Game Pass as well. So uh, Yeah, she awesome. said it was when it drops, it's going to be in Game Pass. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So I just get it for yeah. Yeah, so that's a really cool <laughs> deal too. That's probably why they were at Xbox. So, Teddy, I mean, both of you, this is your first time at a PAX. What do you think so far? It's awesome. The only other thing I've been to that is any sort of close is Guardian Con, which is a lot smaller. But, like, a lot smaller is such an (laughs) understatement. It's really big. It's way bigger than I thought it would be. That's what she said. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But... Um, it's like, it's giant. It's like the, like the expo hall itself is, is crazy. Um, and it's spread across like a bunch of different hotels throughout the city as well. Which can be somewhat confusing. There's several highest and we, you can tell which, uh, hotel a panel is in if it starts with the same letter. And we were looking for the hippogriff uh, once, and we're like, okay, it's got to be start with an H. It was a Hyatt, but there were a lot of Hyatts, so we had to check every Hyatt, basically. Yeah. It was it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, an adventure. It's it's really cool, though. And they're, the, the, I didn't really get to play uh, anything today, but it was like a... Um, Going in today and looking around, it was like okay tomorrow. Yeah, I know what I'm we gonna do. We spent a lot of the there's first so day much just, stuff. Yeah, scoping out the area. Yeah, figuring out. Try, I guess try, trying to make a game plan. There was a lot of time where we spent just kind of dawdling and not doing much because there were so many people. Yeah, I mean a lot of people on. Uh, it was like we wanted to look around and see all of it. Mm-hmm. it took yeah. took us a little bit to get into the building, and then and then you know we had our appointments and uh, a lot of stuff going on. But I was uh, really excited with the panels we saw. We went to an indie panel. Uh, Alex Van Aken was on there. Uh, great to support him. Kind of funny had a game showcase, which was really cool because we got to see more of these games that we either 
have uh, have appointments for or maybe don't even know anything about and are now mm-hmm. excited about. I think that was my favorite part of the day. That yeah. was a good part. It was great. And I got to I got to interact with Greg Miller and that's always a great time. <laughs> there were 11 different games. It was not like the other kind of funny game showcases where it's like a big long video package of a bunch of different indie games. It was like 11 games where he would bring out um, the developer and have them talk about it and explain it and whatnot. And I'm just going to pick out a couple that were interesting to me. The first one, Decay of uh, Logos, was really cool, and it is out right now, and it's $20 on PlayStation. I genuinely was like, I want to go home and buy that and play it. It's supposed to be like 10 hours long-ish. It's a game that's like not supposed to hold your hand. It's like a third-person action-adventure, like you have a sword, go out and explore kind of thing. And the art style is awesome. It looks really cool, and I'm interested in it. And then... Torchlight 2 is coming to the Switch and the PlayStation and all that, which is an old PC game that I love. Dude, I used to play this game, and I would, I would tell my friends, I was like, dude, I wish this would come to console. I'd be so happy. I would platinum this game. But I have it pre-ordered on my Switch, and it comes out on Tuesday, so I'm going to get to play it on the flight home. It's perfect, and it makes me happy. game's great. You can have a panda as a pet. You can have a panda. You can have a wolf. You can have a unicorn now in the Switch version. It's great. <laughs> it's a good time. Uh, Darian, was there any like outside the expo hall stuff that you really enjoyed? Uh, pass. Next question, please. Mm. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I'm having a hard time remembering right. things outside of the expo hall. I mean, yeah. So kind of funny. And then I think, I think, yeah, I think we just checked out the show floors, which was cool. We yeah. went to the board game areas. We we. We learned where a lot of stuff is, so the next three days we can kind of go to these things without going, where is it? What? How do I get around? Um, so, yeah, we're going to have a lot of cool stuff going on the rest of the time. We ended the night with the postmortem impro- uh, improvised postmortem uh, panel, which is just funny. That I love was so good. Yeah, I love those yeah. guys. Uh, it was streamed to Twitch, so mm-hmm. if you uh, could track down the VOD, I'm sure it's worth it. Definitely. Um, but that's uh, our impressions from uh, day one. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to do these each day along packs and keep you updated on what we're up to. Uh, thank you, and see you later.